Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... I'd also say we don't have one system. We are developing flexible systems because I think one of the places that I think can fall down is when there is only one way to do it. That might not work as well for everybody. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 275 of Impact Boom. My name's Indio Miles and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today we're speaking with Naomi Tarshish. Naomi is a passionate and experienced business leader who has evolved her career significantly in the last four years to put purpose at the fore. After nearly 20 years of co-creating digital products and services for some of the world's leading brands, she is the sole founder of a purpose-led business, Replated. The idea for Replated was born on a Sydney beach. In the 80s, Naomi's parents took her to collect plastic rubbish from Sydney's beaches. That was the start of her passion for protecting the environment. Flash forward three decades and Naomi found herself back at that same beach collecting rubbish with her own children. Replated wants to make single-use history with beautiful, reusable, Australian-made takeaway food containers and systems. Some of the areas Naomi has picked up expertise in since founding Replated include manufacturing in Australia, sustainability, and the circular economy. Naomi, thank you very much for joining us today. It's great to be speaking with you. Thanks. It's lovely to be speaking to you too, Indio. Excellent. So to start off, could you please, Naomi, share a bit about your background and what led to your work in circular economy? I worked in digital media, building digital products and services. And I was at a point where I was in a leadership role, I had a young family, and I really came to this realisation, and it wasn't an immediate realisation, it happened over a long period of time, but that I wanted to put, I wanted to build something of lasting value. And the what that was was something that was sort of simmering under the surface for a really long time and by really long time it really was from when I was a kid I'd gotten my first key cup at the East London Design Fair in 2009 and when I moved back to Australia in 2010 you know I was really shocked my boss took me out to work and she ordered us double walled lattes while we were sitting in a cafe and I was completely appalled and I never let her do that again but this idea of waste and being on top of waste and understanding that we consume so much single use, almost by accident, sometimes by design, but a lot of the time by accident. And it was something that was really increasingly important to me personally. And you start to pick that rubbish up as my kids got older, we're on the beaches and we're picking that up. And I really did have that realisation that this was a problem I wanted to fix and that I felt that I had the passion to sustain me over a long period of time because, you know, building a business is something really really hard thing to do, Mm. especially if you've never done it before. And circular economy came into that. I was really fortunate enough 
when it was just an idea. I did some ideas competitions and I, I did quite well with that. But I met some incredible people and there was a, one woman in particular, her name's Jodie Bricot, and she invited me to a circular economy conference in Adelaide, which she ran called Loop. And that really changed everything for me. I learned really that from the ground up what circular economy meant and that was something I knew I wanted to do. It was a very conscious choice to become part of the circular economy. Really interesting background then, Naomi. Thank you so much for sharing that. And it's a huge journey that you've had up until this point. And now you are the founder of Replated, an enterprise designing sustainable, reusable food containers and a system to reduce waste. So what impact has Replated created and what plans do you have for the future? Oh, look, we're just at the beginning. But in terms of impact, we calculate, I guess sometimes it's more of an estimate because we don't Mm. waste order before and after. But from the customers that we've already had in the tens of thousands, I think the last calculation was about 60,000 containers saved, 1,500 kilograms of waste, 13 tonnes of CO2. These are real impacts. And this is at a really early stage. We have a small number of corporate customers. We have a lot of individuals that we're starting to reach, particularly through our pilot program in Waverley. And what I find incredible is just every one person that comes on board makes this difference. And it is impactful. And we communicate that to people. We communicate that to our customers so they understand the impact that they're making. And I think that that consciousness around the impact that that small change does have an impact is actually really important, but we really are just beginning. So when I talk about plans we have for the future, really want to make reuse accessible and as easy to use as single use. And that involves all the actors or players in the system. So from the food vendors to the people using the system to, Mm. you know, to local government as well, really being a part of the solutions that we're creating. And I think I try to also say we don't have one system. We are developing flexible systems because I think one of the places that I think can fall down is when there is only one way to do it. That might not work as well for everybody. I think broadly the, the, the SWAT program we're doing in Waverley that we want to roll out will probably be a bit more a little bit less flexible. But, you know, I, I, like I had an email from someone the other day saying, I really want to use your swap in Waverley, but I don't really want to swap. And I said to her, that's fine. Of course you can still use it. You can use your containers BYO in a swap system. So, that you know, there is that flexibility and that allowance for people's needs, I guess. The excellent advancements that you're making there. And it will be exciting to see what other ideas you come up and implement with Replated in the future. So well done, Naomi. Oh, yeah, well, we have lots of things we want to do next. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, that's amazing. So, Naomi, now for a comment, I just want to ask you about the broader kind of sector within Australia. And my question is about the frameworks and policies. So my question is, what progress do you believe Australia has made in creating frameworks and policies for socially led organisations to succeed? Okay, I can't speak too broadly outside of the circular economy because I guess that's a space that, uh, you know, I'm concerned by. But I've been a little bit disappointed in the slowness of infrastructure investment to support the circular economy. And what I mean by that is since China stopped taking the world's recycling, the need Mm. to, and that was in 2018, that the need to build that infrastructure in Australia exists and I haven't really seen much movement since then. And while we are an organisation and me personally, advocates of the earlier parts of the recycling triad, so reuse and reduce and recycling being the last option, without that effective recycling onshore, it's really hard to make the circular economy work well because 
the product that I need from, you know, my containers are made from a recycled material. The product I need is recycled plastic. It's really hard to access that. So what I also see in some competitors is this switch away from traditional plastics because they don't want to use a virgin product, which to be fair, I wouldn't want to do either. But that switch away from traditional plastics is actually sometimes even more problematic because there's literally no way to recycle a lot of these materials in this country either. So you need to see it. Um, you need to see recycling for other types of material as well as for traditional types of material. And that investment, I, d- I don't think it's possible for private enterprise to support that investment. It, it really does need some government help. Uh, that's what I would love to see. And I guess as, as a female founder, I've been impressed by the Boosting Female Founders Initiative. I think it's a great idea. I don't know how well executed it is so far, yeah. but I'd love to see that same kind of attention and investment also given to socially and environmentally led organisations because I think that needs to become a priority as well. A few excellent points there, Naomi, and I really hope to see those advancements soon made as well because, as you've just pointed out there, some of those programs aren't so successful at the moment and it would be great to see them succeed and bring those people into the sector more. So, Naomi, as a business leader and founder, how important has mentoring and establishing a network with other people within the sector and other businesses been for you? And if so, how do you develop those relationships effectively? That's a great question. I've been really fortunate to meet some incredible people on my entrepreneurial journey and I guess in my circular economy journey. Some of those mentorships or relationships, someone will come into your life at a particular time and give you some incredible tools. You might not see them regularly, gifted their time and their expertise is just so great that that carries with you for a really long time. So I, that, I think I talked about Jody before. She's definitely mm-hmm. one of those people for me. I was really actually, I was meant to be in Adelaide a little bit earlier, just before this lockdown happened. <laughs> and I would have got to see her, but I didn't, that didn't happen. But, you know, I also think as a woman, particularly as a female founder, going out and consciously creating networks mm. and finding people who are not just like-minded, like you obviously want to find people who support what you're doing and understand what you're doing in terms of mission. But I've really learned to consciously seek out people who approach problem-solving and who approach life sometimes quite differently to me because I think Mm. that having a diversity of opinion is actually really important and making sure you're not just in an echo chamber. And I think it's not just about establishing those networks but also about trying to be conscious in who I bring in to the business on an advisory board level and personally which relationships are important to maintain because I think sometimes that perspective, the people who give you something really different to what you see for yourself is really important. Really great piece of advice that you've given there, especially about bringing and incorporating that diversity into your team to be able to approach differently. I think that for me personally, that's something that I have to work on more. So there's many different lessons that will be gleaned from the viewers there. So Naomi, we're into the end of the interview now, but I've just got one or two more questions. And my first of those questions is what inspiring projects or initiatives have you come across recently? And I'm sure there are a bunch which are creating a positive social change. This is one of those things. I Okay, so recently we entered into the Circle Awards and we won and I was completely blown away by the... Even wow, just congratulations. The, thank you very much. We were thrilled. It was amazing. Yeah. But the whole experience of participating in that, they did a call for all the finalists and the winners and all of the businesses that I saw on that. Honestly, it was one of the most inspiring hours <laughs> I've had in a long time. But, you know, some of the great companies on there that I will I could list forever, but Great Rap are incredible. Rico are amazing. 
There's also Woolpack, which is the planet protector packaging. If And I don't know if you've come across them. They've won loads of things, actually. But what was really incredible is quite recently after that, I've made friends with another woman. Her name's Lenka. She has a great raw treat business called More, which is wonderful. Mm. They have impossible packaging. But she and I were talking about challenges. And I've never seen anyone light up when they talked about a product as much as she talked about Woolpack. And I think that, that it's one thing to be inspired by product, you know, in theory, but when you hear about somebody's business being improved by a product like this that is so circular I just hope we have the same inspiration that I I want to be able to have that same impact or our product have that same impact on people and that's really inspiring to see that's a really beautiful sentiment Naomi and I'm sure that your product does have that impact on people so it'll be great to see in the future to hear from people more about what wonderful things you're doing with replated And to finish off now, last question, what books or resources would you recommend to our listeners? Oh, look, everybody's so different. I'm a lover of podcasts, you know, and I think you've you've probably already heard there, I'm a mum as well. So we listen to the squeeze. Squeeze kids every day and I do a squeeze. I also love a life hack. I do like things that are bite-sized. That's really, I think it's a gift to be able to do something in eight minutes. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how they do that. I read, I try to want to read. I listen to the full story from The Guardian usually a couple of times a week, if not more. And then I try that a, an enormous list of podcasts that I listen to, but the ones that I've got on really high rotation at the moment, they're all American, <laughs> but I absolutely love 99% Invisible. I love Brene Brown's podcast. I mean, yeah. it just makes me feel like a better person and somehow a better parent, <laughs> but maybe just by listening, yeah, which during lockdown, yeah, <laughs> which in lockdown is just the most important thing. Yeah. And someone I don't, I don't read it every day, but well, I think it's every week. Scott Galloway writes a really wicked email around strategy and it's his, just his brain and the way he thinks is just extraordinary. And I found him through the Pivot podcast, which he does with Kara Swisher. And that's really about the global or the American startup economy. And I guess my background was in tech and I like to just know what's going on, but it's just also really funny. <laughs> and I, I think there's also that you can mm. get into some very serious spaces with work type podcasts. And I like, I like having a laugh. As well. A few amazing recommendations there, Naomi. Thank you very much for sharing those with our audience. And the initiatives that you mentioned before, as well as all the resources you just listed then, will be linked at the end of the article. So once people have listened to the podcast or read through the article, they'll be able to check out all of those initiatives and resources. So thank you very much once again. Uh, My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. No worries. So this is now the end of our interview. So I just want to say once again, Naomi, thank you very much for joining us today and for sharing your generous insights and time with our audience. I'm sure that your work in the future is going to be amazing. Congratulations once again on winning the Circular Award that you mentioned before. And I'm very excited to see the future of Replated and where you end up as an entrepreneur. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.